Beast Yorks, it's fucking Friday, it's the end of the third annual, third monthly, whatever, stream week, just came to its conclusion, Bayonetta, Alien Isolation, I recommend that you don't watch my stream of Dishonored if you enjoy that game in any way, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we did that, we did that, some Bullet Storm, oh my god, the combination of games, Bioshock Infinite's DLC, Part un and deux, burial at sea. All that kind of stuff discovered on this stream week and played together with you awesome people. Thank you so much for an excellent week. A week where I'm lucky enough to have finished just in time. Whoa, Apex's bonus round. Triple the Apexes. I'm in. I'm invested. Who cares about any other resources? There aren't any other resources. It's triple apexes all day, every day. And I can't fucking wait to not play that. It's going to be awesome, man. I'm just going to be sat here not doing it. Thinking about all the people who are. Just going, yeah. Yeah. All good, man. Much apexes so we can not use them for something useful like swapping the equipment on our boats. Woo! Woo! I'm joking. The hot, the hot race steaming up, man. The top three, the big boys, all equal. Nine out of 13. Who will take the coveted crown of 10, 11, 12, and Mr. 13? Exciting stuff. The world, the world first race is pretty damn good now. Those three guilds managed to break the stumbling block, leave everyone else in the dust. Very fucking cool indeed. Don't rag on my Apexes. I apologize. I don't mean to. I don't mean to. I'm sure there are many people out there who need Apexes for gear and stuff. Have fun. St. Anne's a greenish place. Much things to be done. Okay. So, it's <laughs> that's the way here today, though. <clears throat> We're not here for Apexes. Because there's no... I'm not giving you triple. I don't have any cards that give you extra Apexes or anything like that. <laughs> any giveaways to do. We're here for drama. But I should know, of course, as though Stream Week has come to an end... There is a web show tomorrow where we will, in fact, unveil to Mr. Ghost, who has worked his ass off, as many of you spammed him with the video after I told him not to watch it with the Legendary Ring visual. And after our discussion as to the potential ideas of what the Legendary Ring visual might be, we are all, and every single one of you, should be excited to see what happens when he witnesses it for the very first time, live. On Preach Gaming. Live. Yeah? See the way I sold that? Fucking getting into this shit. I'm all over it, man. I'm all over it. It's drama time. The exotic weirdo drama, of course, is tomorrow. <laughs> the, if you want to get weird, if you're into jelly deals, living inside your stomach, and people shrinking down to investigate them, that's all tomorrow. What we've got today is a lot of sponsorship by Sheila's Wheels. That's right, Team Sheila's Wheels have been on the fucking case this week with drama stories. Pretty much out of the 13 or so I read, at least 10 were from Team Sheila's Wheels. We thank you, Land Down Under, for doing your bit for king and country now as sheila's wheels does like to play on the side of caution only one of the stories actually contain the names pre pre us getting into it so i'll be picking and choosing names as we go through the story so there you go there you go yes we've got the aussies let's start off with a tale of sadness and woe misery and just general greatness <laughs> because it's amazing <laughs> Right, and I, it does say, okay. 
As it is the uh, world first race, and it's currently going on right now, and those guys are hard at work, wiping over and over again, we'll start with a story that is ultimately relevant. It's called account sharing. At, don't you think? At. Holler Preach from Team Australia. Team Sheila's Wheels. And it says that in the story, by the way, which is amazing for embracing the Sheila's Wheels. I've been watching your channel for some time. I enjoy your stuff. Enjoy drama time in particular, as I think there's a lot of themes brought up in personal tragedies that can inform a player just as well as any of your class guides. Correct! Let's never forget the main reason we do Drama Friday. Yes, it's for entertainment, but it's also to make you aware that a lot of people like this exist in the world of Warcraft and MMOs in general. And you should be aware that not everybody is your best pal forever. BFFs, if you will. I'd like to share one such lesson that was taught to me. This story is about account sharing. And why you shouldn't do it. Okay? Shouldn't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You'll get called out on MMO champion and nobody wants that. Right? Nobody wants that. Imagine your life will be turned upside down. The tweets. One can only imagine the tweets one should receive. Some of you may have noticed that whenever you log in, the loading screen has written down the bottom login tips. These include tips like, you are much less likely to encounter wandering monsters while following a road. Or pressing the M key will open up your map. Or my personal favourite, you can turn off these tips in the interface menu. But when I log in these days, only one of these tips really sticks with me. The one that says, sharing an account with someone else can compromise its security. To explain why this tip is the most important, you must start at the beginning of my story. Oh, the tweets. Yeah, the tweets. I started playing WoW in early 2007. I was 12 years of age. That's pubeless to me and you. My best friend got me into the game. He had been playing for months and helped me through this incredibly complex process of account creation. He made sure I loaded the download disks onto my computer in the correct order, as he had originally messed it up, and had to ask his dad to buy him a new copy of the game. We were both 12, and in 2007, we had only played games that required the disk to be in the computer for the game to start. He told me he had tried to stack all five discs on top of each other into the disc tray at the same time to get the game running. Science, motherfucker. Drawing from what he knows, the disc needs to be in. I've got five discs. They're going in the disc tray. What am I going to do? Just have them not in the PC? How would the game work? You're not thinking with your brain, right? You're not thinking with your fucking brain. Idiots. Of course that's what I did. <laughs> and he wanted to make sure that I did not make this mistake. Okay, it's an easy mistake to make. Look, you're probably going to try and put five discs in there. Don't do that. This is a very advanced game. It's 2007, bro. We can get over this, alright? His character's name was Swing Yo Dick. Swing Yo Dick. Swing Yo Dick. He had wanted to call himself Sergeant Swingy Old Dick, but it wouldn't fit. He also had a PvP title from Old Vanilla, so his character's name was actually Private Swingy Old Dick. He had a big two-handed sword to cut through the level one wolves and trogs with ease. I was inspired. 
Warrior leveling was terrible, but the amazing game kept me going. Leveling became much easier when I reached level 20 and unlocked the most powerful spell in the game. Name it! I don't think I... Oh, I don't think at this point we know what period of the game it is. It's a 30 minute cooldown. <laughs> it was much easier when I reached level 20 and unlocked the most powerful spell in the game. Retaliation. Never forget. Never forget retaliation. Never forget retaliation. May you rip. May you rip. May you rip retaliation. Retaliation would let me kill as many things as I wanted during a 10 second window. And it had a half hour cooldown. Oh. Oh. Look. Retaliation question mark. You, sir, do not deserve to wear a shield. You do not. You do not deserve to wear a shield. Retaliation was my life. Whenever it was up, my gnome would murder ghouls in Duskwood so easily. But whenever it was down, I would have to run and hide if I pulled more than one enemy. My older brother had been playing WoW for a while, and he would occasionally troll me. I had told him of how powerful retaliation was. Sometimes he would come into my room, act interested in what I was doing in the game, then reach over to my keyboard and press retaliation. Meaning I couldn't pull more than one mob for another 30 minutes. To combat this, I took retaliation off my bars and decided that when the time was right, I would use it in the spellbook. That's thinking. <laughs> See, you know his brother sets his alarm for like 25 minutes. He's like, <laughs> phone, alarm, 25 minutes. I'll be back. What are you doing now though, bro? Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> be back in 25 minutes, yo. See what you're up to then. You know what I mean? <laughs> Despite all obstacles in my way, I was leveling up at a satisfactory pace for a 12-year-old. The game was simply so cool looking, so full of adventures for my gnome. This, that is what always kept my attention. Unfortunately, it also attracted the attention of other friends. Swingyo Dick was the only friend I had who played WoW, but I did have other friends. After I started obsessing with World of Warcraft, whenever another friend came over, they would have to sit in the corner of my room and play on my PS2 while I stayed on the master race. Whenever they asked the inevitable question of can I have a go, I always said no. No you can't. Play your PS2 with your shitty little pad. Triangle square, fuck off. Got me? On one such day, one of my friends pleaded and begged to play this cool looking game. I thought about it for a while. This friend was from a less wealthy background than I. His parents could not afford to buy him cool games. So to be nice, I said yes. I was logged into a second character, a Tauren Shaman. So even if he died repeatedly, like a noob, it would not affect my gnome warrior, my precious gnome warrior. 
He played for a little bit, asking for help with moves and spells, and stopped promptly when I asked for my PC back. Now, however, instead of going back to his PS2, he sat and watched me play. I had become very worried. And the friend's name shall be Vortex. You done fucked up! Hey, hey, Ron! You showed him the light! He was happy with his fucking Enter the Matrix and his R1, R2 fucking analog sticks. But you showed him the light. Didn't you? You gave him a glimpse into the treasure chest. You opened the knickers. You pulled them to the side. You showed him the precious. Now, now, now he's your new best friend. You just made a real good friend. Still on the shaman, I took it through Shadow Fan Keep with a group. After over an hour of epic battling and wiping in the wolf-infested keep, the final boss, Aragal, lay dead. He dropped a dagger. I rolled need and I won it. As happy as I was with my loot, Vortex seemed even happier. I equipped it and his eyes lit up and he said, Wow, that dagger looks great on our shaman. Our shaman. A chill ran down my spine. My jealousy was palpable, but I didn't make a big deal out of it. Days later, mum called up to me. She said there was someone on the phone for me. It was my friend. It was Vortex, who had played on the shaman. He was calling me from an internet cafe near his house because everyone there was playing World of Warcraft. Hashtag Grease. Hashtag Grease. No, Team Strayer. He wanted to know my password so he could play with them. I had been to this cafe once before. Everyone there did play WoW. However, they were much older than us and they were generally level 70. My friend would only be at the internet cafe for about an hour or so, he said. So I decided... I would let him play. I told him he had to make a new character so people don't confuse him, a noob, with my warrior. When I logged on the next day, there was another character on my login screen. His name was a mixture of words that led to Slick Rick, a dwarf hunter. He had reached level four. I didn't think much of it and continued on my warrior. However, not long after, the phone rang. It was Vortex. He had once again gone to the internet cafe and was asking for my password so he could play on his new hunter. It was the school holidays and with both his parents working, home life was probably very boring for him. In pity and against my better judgment, even at 12, I told him my password again. And went and played on my PlayStation 2 for an hour. The hour was up to the minute. I logged into my account. I was disconnected. In shock, I logged in again. Disconnected. I consulted with my older brother and he told me the internet was fine. And that it must be someone else logging onto the account. Seething with rage, I continued to disconnect. Connect. Disconnect. Connect. Disconnect. Back and forth. Back and forth. Finally, he called me. He told me he was not done with his hunter yet. I said it was my account and that it was my turn to play. 
He simply replied with an okay and then hung up. Meanwhile, swing your dick and hit level 40. He had used his dad's credit card to buy a hundred gold off the internet. A hundred gold! Using that, he had bought his mount. He showed it off to me in Stormwind. I was so jelly beans too, and I worked double time to get to level 40. It was the school holidays, and I had all the time in the world. But I knew that apart from Retaliation's half-hour cooldown, I could not complete any quests. <laughs> One quest, 10 seconds, 30 minute cooldown. That's how warriors roll, baby. That's how we do it. One spell, 30 minutes, 10 seconds, all the glory. But of course I had one other obstacle. And that was the slickest of Rick's, Vortex. I devised a plan to get him off my account. I didn't have the heart to tell him to fuck off. So instead I changed my password. The next time he called me from the cafe, it was of course about the password. Hey, he said, what's our password again? What is our password again? I told him the old password. He told me he tried that over and over and it wasn't working. I feigned surprise and in response said, what? We must have been hacked and the password changed. I told him about these sneaky Chinese gold farmers and how they hacked accounts to make money. Vortex seemed convinced. I continued to level my warrior, calling him back only to give him the new password when I had to get off my PC. Ah, it's so painful. I told him that Blizzard had reset my password and restored the stolen armor and gold. I did this multiple times. Me using the same excuse. I continued to level my character over the school holidays whilst my warrior kept climbing in levels all the way to 36. Vortex could only manage to get to level 14. Swing your dick could not stand my cowardice. He told me he needed a warrior comrade as he was about to reach level 58 and cross into the dark pool. He didn't want to do it alone. He told me it was time to cut Vortex off and regain control of my account. But I couldn't do it. Whenever I tried to cut Vortex off, he would, I would always cave in and instead tell him the new password. He still couldn't afford his own account and he really just wanted to play. Swing yo dick had had enough of this whole situation. At my house one day, he told me to log on to Vortex's Hunter. Once on, he took control of the computer. He abandoned the Hunter's pet bear. Took all his armor. Took all the gold. And drowned the dwarf in a river in Elwyn Forest. I was shocked at this cruelty. But at the same time, slightly happy and inspired by this bold act. The phone rang. The familiar call from the internet cafe later that day. I had not changed the password. So Vortex had had no problems getting online. Instead he said to me, I found my hunter dead in a lake. Stripped of all gear and gold. It must have been a Chinese gold farmer. So I changed our password straight away
Shit. Shit. I was shot. I told him he had to tell me the new password. He hung up. Swing your dick was still at my side. He leapt into action. He showed me the part of the account management website where I could get a patent emergency password reset. I quickly clicked on it, entered the name of my first pet as a security question answer, and breathed a sigh of relief. My account would now be safe. A link to reset my password was sent to my email. There was only one problem. Back in 2007, my email provider had a policy that if an email account had been inactive for a long time, that account would be locked down and purged from the system. Being 12, I, of course, never had to use my email account. And so my account was gone. I couldn't access it to reset my WoW account's password. My account was gone. I begged and cried to my older brother and father, but there was nothing they could do. My dad actually managed to get on the phone with a Blizzard staff member and they told him they would need identification of the account holder to resolve the issue. This wouldn't be a problem now, except my parents had terrified me about internet predators when I started using the PC. I had lied about near enough every single one of my personal details. Such things as my age was 70. I told my dad to quit, to give it up. I had nothing to show him. It turns out my dad actually didn't give a fuck about getting access to a video game. Instead, as soon as he was done on the phone with Blizzard, he called the bank to make sure he wouldn't get charged for any more wild months. I was shattered. If I tried to get my account back, they would surely send me to jail for lying about my age. If my dad couldn't stop the recurring subscription, I thought I would bankrupt the family as the account would keep being charged forever. Vortex was sad too. But it didn't matter. My warrior was gone. All because I shared my account information. Shortly after this, I did get a new account. And I've been playing a paladin ever since. Thank you for listening to my story. and I hope it teaches you all, even with the best of intentions, sharing your account information is wrong. Baller story! Oh my god! Vortex, you cheapskate! I'm joking. He did a nice thing! You were all hating. You were cringing and hating. The guy couldn't afford the game, man. He was just being a fucking bro. That's what he was doing. He was being a bro. He was being a bro. He shouldn't have tried to do all this kind of stuff. Simple as that. No, Vortex didn't see the problem. He was 12 years old. 12! Is old. Let's have uh okay. <laughs> Let's have some weirdo drama. Should we go weird? How weird do you wanna go? Do you wanna go down the uh do you wanna go down the rabbit hole with me? You wanna come with me? You wanna come with me? You wanna come with me? Let's go. Come on then. Let's go down the rabbit hole. I need a lady. Mm. Where's all the ladies? Plenty of ladies here earlier. Ladies, uh, uh, uh. not a brick. I don't think that works. Benny Foo. <laughs> uh, oh my god. Look at this chat screen. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we'll go with Luna. Luna. It's a ladyish name. We can have Luna. It's Luna Sia, but I'm going to go with Luna. Lady Luna. I need a GM. Rep Pally. Who's pink? Flumper. You'll do. 
Dumper. I believe that's it. Maybe there's somebody else in the middle of the tail. Hard for me to remember. It's, I've read a lot of stories. Let's get creepy. Let's get creepy. Hey, Breacher, it's another member of Team Australia here. Good day. I wanted to share a very old story of mine. I've been raiding since vanilla, and that's where this story takes place. We're back in the old times, friends. Back in the old times. I was one of those warriors that warriors that wore a shield. The protection variety. And what a time to be a warrior it was. From tanking in PvE to one-shot kill Mortal Strike PvP in my spare time. Bloodthirst was better. It was one of the most fun times I have ever had in WoW. Unfortunately, though, nothing is perfect. I joined a guild that was starting up 40-man raiding and needed tanks. I had been running regular UBRS ones and was recruited after a clean run that I led with no wipes. Which is an achievement, by the way. In the same room was a female night elf hunter that managed to kite General Drakisath correctly her first time after only one explanation from me. A feat that most experienced hunters were too bad to handle. You're in. We were brought into Molten Core first week and managed to clear everything up to Gar. In our first week with the guild, it turned out the hunter was also a lady and she was instantly popular with everyone else. She went by the name of Luna. I hadn't spoke at all that week in TeamSpeak. I was too focused on doing my job. Sunder, 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 Sunder. 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 Shield wall. <laughs> but a focus. Gotta focus. Sunder, 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 Sunder. Gotta focus. Gotta, gotta, whoo! Gotta, gotta know what to do. I don't wanna fuck this up now. Don't wanna be an idiot. I was supposed to focus on doing my job. Got heroic strike, of course. It goes without saying. <laughs> I was too focused on doing my job properly and not wasting this perfect opportunity to raid. It was after the raid ended that night that the GM pulled me and Luna down a channel and congratulated us on a good job. He told me he told Luna that she could go and that the GM wanted to speak to me one-on-one, -on -one, mano a mano. Luna left and it was just me and the GM. He was a rep pally. Yes, a rep pally in vanilla, hence why he was a GM making a new guild. He went by the name of Flumper, and you're a twat. <laughs> rep pally in vanilla, twat. You know who's a rep pally in vanilla? Ghost. <laughs> Just saying. Ooh, judgment! Judgment! I'm winning. <laughs> he spent the entire raid refreshing judgments and auto-attacking for the entire fight. He had been the raid leader up until then. I wasn't one to judge since he had given me this opportunity and the guild seemed like a fun bunch. He asked me if I had a mic because he liked how I had led that UBRS group he found me in and wanted to trial me as an assistant raid leader. 
I didn't have one at the time, but said I would go out and pick one up before the next raid. I had already looked up some guides and learned all of the bosses before the first raid so that I could do a good job. I figured it was worth a shot. I probably wouldn't have much to do much but make calls here and there. I went out and bought a mic. And then it was the next raid week. We cleared up to Gar, and he asked me to call out when ads were loose so the off-tanks could pick them up. Remember that I was Team Australia playing on Team, Amer Team America's servers. I spoke into TeamSpeak for the first time ever. Have you ever met that creepy guy in a raid when a girl talks, he drops the line, you have a nice voice. I met the female equivalent of that guy. The night elf hunter Luna heard my sweet, sweet, sultry Australian accent and said, You have a nice voice. I didn't expect that and had a bit of a chill run down my spine. Honestly, the way she said it was creepy as shit, like the mother in Coraline. But I shrugged it off and took it as a compliment. Thanks, I said. I'll be making some raid calls here and there, so keep an ear out for my voice. Oh, I will, she replied. Mmm, mmm, mmm. The rest of the guild commented and asked where I was from and all that stuff, but none really creeped me out like she did. We cleared Gar and got the guild, the guild's first Baron kill that week. Things were going smooth. However, Luna seemed to take a noticeable interest in me. She would whisper me as soon as I logged on and started asking me a lot of personal questions. I decided to cock block it. And, not give, and only give vague answers to her questions. But it seemed like more and more I tried to keep her away the fur on me, the harder she tried to dig into my personal life. She was only a year older than me and made sure to remind me regularly that she was single, and not only that, but saving her virginity for what she said was the right guy. I was under absolutely no delusion that I would ever get with a girl from the opposite side of the fucking planet. Boom. Yeah? Face! Just saying. Get out of here. Virgin, don't care. Other side of the world. Bye. I also didn't think she was a very nice person. Luna would regularly trash talk the other guild members to me in whispers. Especially Flumper, our guild master. She also had a particular hatred for one of the other hunters in the guild because he got trank shot before she did. Yeah? Big fucking deal back in vanilla. You want to know who's the best player? It's the one that gets trank shot first. All the rest of you fucking scrub backups. That's all you are. Scrub backups. We progressed all the way through MC fairly quickly. Stumbled a bit on the ferry in Blackwing Lair. We had the worst luck with ads. Mmm. The worst luck with ads. Red and black? Red and black ads, I think is the worst one. And pushed through AQ40 except for Cthune. And then we were in Nax. When things got very, very weird. <clears throat> she had somehow obtained my email address from one of the officers. Who used it to contact me outside of the game from time to time. Luna started to flood my inbox with messages. I'd delete them because I couldn't be asked to deal with Luna outside of game as well as in-game. But then I'd come back from uni eight hours later. Only to have my inbox full of messages again. Weird, alright? Can I get his email address? I just want to send him 20 or 30 emails, alright? Alright? Yeah? Just 20 or 30, nothing more. Maybe 40, okay. Maybe 40. Luna started to tell people that we were now dating. Long distance. And that I had agreed to move to America to be together with her soon. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Pop your brakes! <laughs> 
Hey, yeah, you know that hunter guy, the Australian one? Yeah, he's moving over here to live with me now. Yeah, definitely. We've definitely talked about it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. He definitely knows. He definitely knows. We, we talked about it via email. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Everything up until this point would just been whispers. So nobody in the guild had any idea where this had come from. Myself included. This was the first time I had ever heard that I was dating her. But I didn't say anything because I didn't think it was worth causing drama during progression. The rest of the guild was supportive of the idea. They're all on board. Pat on the back, son. Pat on the back. And they seemed really cool about it. Except for Flumper. We wrapped up a night of wiping on Thaddeus. Flumper asked me to jump into another channel with him. He was super mad. He was yelling and going mad. I had no idea what he was saying, but I knew it was about her. Who else could it be about? I tried to calm him down and tell him I had no idea what the fuck this crazy bitch was even on about. He didn't listen. Flumper G-kicked me right then and there. Naturally, whispers from guildies poured in asking what happened and why I was kicked from the guild. And some of the other officers heard me out and invited me back. Flumper was still mad as fuck and logged out. And I wasn't heard from, and he wasn't heard from until the next raid week. She's gonna fix it in like five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, back you a second. Okay. They decided it would be best to invite me back. I told the I told the officers that I was not dating Luna. I had no plans to move to America. They decided it would be best to keep the whole thing under wraps for now, while progress continued. We were doing so well as a guild and didn't want the drama. The next week. We started moving on to the military quarter and I had to do all of the raid leading because Flumper now refused to speak. <coughs> like a man, he refuses to speak. Nope, mm, I'm a grown up and I don't have to talk. The kicker was apparently I was actually a far better raid leader without Flumper. So over the next few weeks, we made excellent fucking progress. I went from 5 out of 15 to 10 out of 15. In half the time it took us to get the first five kills. The other officers wanted to make me an officer, but Flumper was having none of it. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, she continued to spam my inbox with ridiculous amounts of mail. To the point where I ended up blocking her. It turned out that Flumper lived near Luna. And that they had in fact met up a few times. IRL. He had asked her to be his girlfriend several times. Every time, though, she had turned him down. Oh, my God. I hate this.
My God, I'm trying to work. <laughs> Riding around on bikes. Oh, denied. Denied. <sighs> so the metal IRL, Flumper and Luna. Every time though, she turned him down. Saying that she was saving herself and her virginity for someone more exotic. Back to raiding. It was a couple of weeks later when we downed the four horsemen. And to the guild's surprise, a corrupted Ashbringer dropped. Everyone was stoked that it had dropped. And by popular opinion, it was decided that we would forego DKP on this sweet, sweet item. And it would go to me as a token of appreciation for my efforts at holding the raid together. Flumper was, of course, the GM, and therefore the loot master. He took the sword, bubble halved, even though they were out of combat, classic vanilla paladin, and he started kicking the people from the guild. Meanwhile, he decided that this was the time to start spamming a load of racist and assholeish things into the trade in full caps lock until he was banned. We tried contacting a GM, but they said there was nothing they could do about a ninja looter who had been banned, and that we just have to hope another one dropped for us. We reformed a new guild and kept raiding. A week after forming the new raid, one of the other officers contacted me. Luna had been arrested for assault. We're going down a dark road here, people. Stay with me. I know we got trolled mid-story, but here comes the climax. Apparently Luna had gone to Flumper's home to take revenge on my behalf. Without my knowledge, of course. By repeatedly attacking him with a fork. <clears throat> I thought I decided to call it a day at that point and bowed out. I bowed out. I bid my fellow raiders goodbye, saying I was kind of done with WoW. I deleted my email and closed my account to open a new account on a new server, since Oceanic servers had recently been implemented. The ping was still pretty shit because they were still in America, but I got to play with my fellow Team Australian members at a more reasonable time slot. I have no idea what happened to these two buffoons, but I do know that he survived with only minor injuries, and the last I heard, Luna had been confined for psychiatric evaluation. I've been raiding happily as a prop warrior ever since with no creepy hunters and only the occasional shit cunt rep paladin. Go, go, mythic Hellfire Citadel. Thanks, Preach, and keep up the awesome work. Whoa! You didn't see it coming, did you? We were creepy emails. Kind of been there before. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. And then suddenly you got a fucking fork in your eye. Boom! Boom! Fork in your eye. Never going to happen. <laughs> okay. Our final story. Is a journey from TBC to Wrath of the Lich King. So I need... It's the worst DK name ever. I wish... Just know that this DK's name is a real life name with Death Boy. So, like, my my version of this DK name would be Mike Death Boy. Like that. <laughs> oh, DKs. You never cease. Okay. A prop warrior. Who's brownish? Brownish. There isn't really a brownish. We'll go with Zarian. Sexy Zarian and his sexy trinket. 
Uh, on Holy DK, who's red? Ice Coop, you're in. Mm -mm -mm. We need a prop palin who's pink. Wobbity, wobbity. Is it wobbity or? Uh, yeah, I assume it's wobbity with the double B. And we need a bear who's orange. Ravenhawk. And we need an Afflelock who's purple. No fair, no fair, no fair. Okay, that's it. <clears throat> <laughs> totally brown. Hey, I'm brown. I don't even think Twitch does a brown, so I'm going with like the roguey, weirdy orange. Uh, that'll do. That'll do. All right. <laughs> uh, all the brothers to you. Ghosting all the people in the chat. That's you guys. My story begins in the dark ages of 2006, having been a console gamer for all my life up until that point. I had barely even used the Master Race, much less gamed on one. This was to change, however. I started going to a local net cafe, Team Greece. To play Counter-Strike Source. Ooh. One day I noticed that one of my CSS friends is not playing CSS. They are playing a different game. I say, the fuck is that? She replied, it's World of Warcraft. I said, it looks pussy. It was bright and colourful and looked nothing like I had played before. But I wanted it. Since I was working, I had no trouble affording it. Let's play some fucking WoW. I created my first character. A human male warrior. I got to level 6 or 7 when my friend Zarian offered to take me on what he described as a world tour. Nice guy. I agreed. He took me all over the place and took me to the Barrens. He also told me to destroy my Hearthstone to free up some bag space and then he disappeared. <laughs> hey, you got a Hearthstone in your bags? Yeah. Oh, you want to get rid of that, mate? Oh, yeah. They give that to all the newbies. You're not a newbie, are you? You're not a newbie, are you? You want to destroy that? You want to destroy that? Yeah, get rid of it, mate. Get rid of it. New button. Get rid of that thing. As you can see, Zarian has a sense of humour and just doesn't give a shit. I had to get another RL friend to escort me back to safety. Back to levelling. When time came to choose a spec, I decided on protection. That's right, I levelled as prot. Back in the day. Such a moron. It took me a year to cap my character, a full year. I was playing five euros for four hours to play in the cafe. I worked out, it took me 26 days to reach cap. So it cost me about 800 euros. And then I was ready for the game to properly start. Wow. Dude, what? <laughs> 800 euros to cap your character. Fucking net cafes, man. Swag. Swag money. <laughs> I know the pain. That's why Greece has got no money. I'm sorry. I shouldn't mock you what's going on there, but still. All my friends from Greece all played in a net cafe. That's the only reason. Chapter 2, giving up on WoW. Very shortly after Wrath came out, I decided to give it up. I sold my account to an RL friend and was done with it. Or so I thought... After a few weeks, I really wanted to play WoW again. But my friend told me to go and get fucked. So I decided to level fresh on a new account. Can I have my account back? <laughs> no. I can't. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> it's my account now, so it's no longer yours, right? You understand the situation here. You sold it to me, I paid for it, and now it's mine. So that's just the way it is. <laughs> I created another warrior. Because, you know, get lost every other class. 
got to 55, and then thought to myself, hmm, Death Knights. What do you think of Death Knights? Yeah? Yeah, that's how you play a Death Knight. <laughs> I thought Death Knights looked pretty damn sexy. So I re-rolled. I got to 80. This is still early on in Wrath where no one had a clue how to play DK. Oh yeah, do you remember that time when no one knew how to play DK? <laughs> I'm glad that's over with. I'm glad that's over with. Are you right? Am I right? At least things are now fixed. During these days, we never run into that problem. I decided to play Frost as my main spec as I didn't want to tank again. One day, though, I was in a daily heroic. The Old Kingdom, if I recall correctly. Our tank was a DK by the name of Ice Coop. He thought he was the DK master shit. An unholy DK tank. Ice Coop died. Lots. I told the group, fuck this. I'll tank. So off I went. I respect to blood as I heard it was the best and came back. We completed the dungeon with Ice Coop going DPS. Afterwards, Ice, Ice Coop asked me, did I want to join his guild? And as I was guildless, I said, sure. So you had to replace him and decide to join his guild. <laughs> he was so bad, you had to replace him. Oh, look at these noobs. Look at all the DK noobs. Outed. Look at all these triggered DK noobs. All three specs in Wrath of Lich King could tank. Chapter 3 though, Dem Raids and Dem Dramas. The guild turned out to be a 10-man raiding guild. Of course it was. Of course it was. It was run by a player called Wobbity and his cousin from Team Holland. We cleared Nax, Obsidian Sanctum, Malagos with me as an off-tank and a bear as a main tank. Wobbity had been playing a holy priest in our Nax runs, but when it came to Ulduar, he changed to a prop paladin. We were a tanking matchup made in heaven. Both of us were able to operate during fights without a barely a word invent. On one occasion while on our way to Algalon, which we were progressing on at the time, it was decided that we would do XT with just one healer to speed it up. The fight starts. Wobbity started kiting XT in a big circle while telling people with gravity bombs to move away. Then he says, it's your turn. And I start kiting XT in a circle as well. The heart drops out. Wobbity shouts, heroism, bitches! It dies. Hard mode engaged. And we killed it with just one healer. That guild had its finest moments in Ulduar. And in Trial of the Crusader, he even managed to go 25 man for a while. But eventually it broke apart in 3.3. During this time, I had re-rolled to a paladin. First as protection. Then as holy. The two top guilds on the server both fell apart about the same time. And their members created a new super guild. But they were lacking a holy paladin. I was accepted as a trial. This was it. It was time to do some serious raiding. After a few weeks, I noticed the pattern. First, I should say that we had six trial holy paladins for this brand new guild, including myself, in a 25-man. I began to notice 
that Ravenhawk, the GM and the raid leader, would sit me out for farm fights and only take me on progression. This wouldn't have bothered me except I was still a trial, on par with the others. I wanted that raider rank. And then it happened. We killed the Lich King 25 normal. First on our server. First of its name. The loot popped up and I see the sexiest looking caster weapon ever. I wanted it. No, needed it. I bid on it. Yet noticed that it went instantly to a mage. Who had less DKP than me. Naturally, I asked what the fuck invent. Ravenhawk says, he's a raider, you're a trial. Fuck off. To which I said, every holy paladins, every holy paladin is a trial. But you only bring me on progression. You must think that I am better than them. Silence. No one said a word for a moment. And then Ravenhawk said, Look, if you've got a fucking problem with the rules, you should message me privately on the guild forums. I said, oh, I have a message, all right, but it isn't private. Fuck you, and I G-quit. Leaves vent. Boom! Drops the mic. You might think I was overreacting, but all those farm raids I had sat out, I had still needed to be on standby, paying money in a web cafe to not play. And this had been the last straw. Chapter 4. Accept your limitations. The very next week, my RL friend, No Fair, had recruited me to join his guild. They were 9 out of 12, 25 heroic. I was actually getting an upgrade out of this kick. After a faction and realm change, I was good to go. We cleared 9 out of 12 on night 1. An awesome raiding night. And then came night 2. Oh shit. The night actually started out reasonably well. We managed to kill Heroic Putricide within two hours. And then we stood in front of the Ice Dragon, Sindragosa. I should point out at this point <coughs> that I had not bothered to look up Sindragosa, as I didn't think we would actually get to her that night. The fight starts. Holy light. Holy light. Holy light. My class was so hard. <laughs> you ready? Stead, go! The fight goes on. I see the debuff on myself and carry on healing as normal. Vent broke out though! What the fuck are you even doing? Me? I always do this. Now watch. I'll bubble it off. Everybody died except me. Needless to say, I got some shit for not having looked at the differences. But they weren't too hard on me. After that wipe, we decided it was time to do tribute to Insanity 25, man. As they had it on farm! All went well until a new barack. Having done Insanity 10, man... Back in my old guild, I assumed 25 man would be pretty much the same. But I asked this time to be sure. The hand of protection tactic was explained to me. We had a two minute break and I went outside to smoke. 
<laughs> this was the two minute break when of course other things were explained and reminded. But I often use that as the opportunity to go for a cigarette. <laughs> when I came back, oh, what are we doing? Explain tactics? I'll just AFK, all right? <laughs> What are we, was it just the explain tactics bit? All right, I'll be back in two minutes. All right, don't you worry about it. Yeah, do you know the tactics? I'll work it out. Don't worry about it. I'll just follow you guys. It won't be a problem. Won't be a problem. Be fine. I'm just going to go over a cigarette. Yeah. Every time you say explain tactics, I leave my PC. My turn to bop Kane. I used it on the person being chased. He was on cooldown. Bang, he died. More deaths followed. It was a wipe. Insanity was gone. I was kicked from the guild. Wasn't until hours later I had found a cast hand of protection macro that Zarian must have made while I was smoking. The end. Thank you for taking the time to read this preacher, and I hope you enjoyed my story. <laughs> I'll help you, said Zarian. I'll make a macro for you that casts it on yourself. <laughs> so you don't make mistakes with your hand of protection. It's fine. It's fine, buddy. It's fine, buddy. <laughs> no happy endings today. No happy. We had been attacked by Fox. <clears throat> it's all good. That Zarian guy. <laughs> Zarian guy. What a carry. And that brings us to the end of today's Drama Friday. But that doesn't mean that the streaming's over. Although we've had an entire week, the last five days of streaming. We've had a Drama Friday. There is still a web show tomorrow. And I remind you once again, we will be making the live reveal here on this channel of showing Ghosty the legendary ring animation for the first time. So be here because you're going to want to see it. You're going to want to see it. That is tomorrow at 8 p.m. GMT. That's Saturday and that's London time. 8 p.m. London time. So Google it. Google Foo. What time is 8 p.m. London time where I am? And it tells you. All good. Alternatively, just go on Twitter. All right, easy stuff, easy stuff. If you're not going to be there, have a wonderful weekend. With this heat, this mind-bogglingly awful heat, it's about 38 degrees in here right now. Do something cool with your weekend. Tan your butt cheeks. Do something cool. Get those bikini lines done. I will see you later, guys. Be good. Bye-bye.